friends, it's Lana, and welcome to Help Your Happy, a podcast hosted by yours truly. In each episode, I'll be diving into those sweet and not-so-sweet lessons I've learned in hopes just one of you will benefit. My mission is to create an honest and open space where everyone feels welcome and a community that wants to become the best version of themselves. I believe everyone is deserving of a happy and fulfilling life. I'm just here to help you get there or help keep you on track. We wear our heart on our sleeves here, so no topic is off limits. So if you'd like to join me, let's get into it. Welcome back to part two of Red Flags and Signs It's Time to Move On. So these topics are a hard pill to swallow if you're going through these things right now, but just try and listen from a different perspective. I'm not here to upset anyone. I'm just here to share my take on these topics because I have lived through them. You don't have to listen to what I say and you don't even have to listen to my podcast, but you are here today and you're here for a reason. So let's get into it. First thing, his friends or family tried to warn you of their habits. Now, this is kind of tricky because if this person has narcissistic qualities, and I'm not saying that they do, but it's unlikely that their family or friends will have seen them in this negative light because they are so good at faking things and charming people to believe that they are this amazing person that does no wrong. And if this person really is just an a-hole and treats women poorly, it's likely their friends and family have seen this before. And if they care about you or how you feel, they're going to do their best to let you know that this is a pattern that they've seen before. And they're going to try and warn you to get out while you can before things escalate like they've seen in the past with other relationships that this person has had. I've had this happen as well. And I was warned by other girls that this guy has dated that he was this way, but you know, love is blind, and I didn't believe a word that they said, and honestly, I thought maybe these girls still had feelings for him and were maybe trying to like get back with him and had this malicious intent. Um, His mom also made me aware, but over time I saw that even though she knew these qualities of her son, she would always side with him and would never tell him what he was doing was wrong because she didn't want to harm her relationship with him because he was so short-fused and even his own mom had to walk on eggshells around him to keep him happy. So it was all pretty much a lost cause in my opinion. Uh, My advice on this one, after some time, their personality is what it is and they've shown you how they're going to treat you and they most likely aren't going to change and if you don't want to live a miserable life do not allow miserable people in your life point blank period all right another one when he's mad you're hanging out with your friends and not him and i'm going to incorporate slash will never let you have alone time with this one as well just because i think they kind of go hand in hand um 
No one that treats you well should ever get mad that you're not hanging out with them if it's not an all-the-time thing. Like if you're not like consistently prioritizing other people over them and you just have a girl's night every now and again or a guy's night, they should be understanding for the most part. Now, if you had plans with them first and you're flaking on them to spend time with someone else, that's a different story. But I'm not addressing that because I think we're all aware of how that could potentially upset somebody. This could be an insecurity also that has this person been cheated on? Has this person been neglected growing up? Do they feel abandoned um, maybe by you or have they felt abandoned in their past by their parents? Um, Some people just need words of affirmation more times than others. And if they have this past of not feeling prioritized, if they're good to you in all other categories that a relationship should have, um, maybe you need to ask the hard questions rather than getting upset or feeling personally targeted that maybe they just get lonely or don't have other people to hang out with and you're kind of their only source of companionship. And I'm I'm not sure, but I just want to try and see things from multiple perspectives rather than just my own because I always go to the worst case scenario first. I'm definitely the devil's advocate when it comes to relationships and, you know, maybe that's a flaw, but I'll tell you what, you get let down a lot less often when you prepare yourself for the worst. Don't follow my advice. I'm just saying what I do. I'm definitely not a mental health specialist for many reasons. (laughs) All right, moving on. They won't let you have alone time. Alone time is so, so, so important, especially when you know that you need to be alone. It keeps you sane, in my opinion. If you have zero plans and you straight up just want to be by yourself or just want to read a book in your room or whatever it is, you do not owe anyone an explanation of why you want to be by yourself even if it's for an hour a day, every single day of the week. I tell Brett all the time that I need to be left alone and he's always understanding. The person that respects you and your wishes will allow you to have whatever time you need to yourself to be the happiest version of yourself. So what I bring up next does not mean that this is how your person is or how they treat you, but in my experience, if the person you are with does not like when you are alone or hanging out with other people, it's because that is when you have time to think for yourself. And I know that I mentioned this on my Instagram post, but that's when you have time to think for yourself. And if they have put you in, if they put in all of this work to manipulate you and allow you to feel belittled or less than you are, they're going to hate the idea of you having time to be your own person again because that risks you leaving them because you're with your friends and you have time to not only think for yourself but your friends have time to tell you what they really think about your significant other or the person that you're with and they have time to tell you that they're worried about you in that relationship and to kind of point out the flaws that they see but they can't tell you those things when you're with that person um every second that you aren't with them is an opportunity for you to see your way out of that relationship and you then become a threat to them and their manipulative ways towards you and you can begin to see right through them and the mind games that they played on you 
when you're around people that actually bring light to your life and the people that remind you of the good that you are and the happiness that you offer other people. All right, next one, full of false hopes. Um, All right, so for instance, they'll say things like, I'm spending the day with my family, but after dinner, would you want to grab some ice cream and spend the night together, just you and me? You know, they kind of get your hopes up. Or, I can't wait to spend my life with you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, this type of person is the absolute worst. Um, I have nothing to say about this one, honestly. I don't want to be let down, but these kinds of people just honestly suck. They make you wait around and they make you think you've got plans or that you have this companionship together and they're the ones that make you feel wanted and loved and then they randomly leave you because they, I don't know, aren't ready for a relationship. And I know that's a thing. I know some people just aren't ready for a relationship, but there's a difference between telling somebody that you're ready for a relationship and that you want to marry them and that you want to have this life with them or making plans with them, thinking that you guys are going to hang out and then you randomly like have an excuse, which I briefly touched on in my last episode, part one. If you have not listened to it yet, feel free to go back. There are some other really good topics, but oh, just please don't be like this person. (laughs) Don't be this type of person. It really ruins someone if they've been told that they're all of these great things or they think they're important to you and you just leave them hanging it truly destroys a person's good and it turns them hateful and it creates trust issues and that's going to follow them in every relationship or friendship to come even after your relationship ends or yeah that's that's all I got to say about that one that type of person please don't be that type of person and if you are that type of person this is me telling you you know maybe take a second look at yourself and don't be like that <laughs> all right moving on Blaming you for really small things. This just, this is manipulation. I've said a lot on this already, so I won't go into depth, but when blame is placed on you and you know you've done nothing wrong, it's just another way to control you and an excuse for them to go out and do something else to hurt you. In my mind, that's, you know, a cheater's mind game. The The excuse is like, well, if you didn't make me so upset, maybe I wouldn't have gone out last night and done what I did. Or you have no one to blame but yourself. You treat me so poorly and I just had enough of it. You get the point. The manipulation. That's all that that is. Secrets and lies are the beginning of the end to all relationships. This is pretty obvious to me, but it's not to everyone, so I want to mention it. These two aren't obvious when it's happening. Secrets and lies aren't usually out in the open right away. It takes a while to figure out that you're being lied to. Or that there are secrets being hidden from you because they always come out eventually. If you're lying to someone about anything, it's easier to just tell them and move on. Lies and secrets eat at you. It keeps you up at night. And you're constantly thinking about it. I read somewhere that secrets are like cancer to your body. They do you way more harm than good. So set yourself free of that toxicity. And if you found out that you've been lied to on multiple occasions, chances are that this is the tone for your relationship. And personally, I wouldn't stick around to find out what else is hidden from me. Like, peace to the Middle East, sayonara, hasta la pasta, get out of that toxic relationship ASAP. Especially if it's, you know, the beginning of the relationship. Like, why would you want to marry somebody like that? Why would you want to plan a life with somebody like that? I would always be wondering 
what's actually going on in the relationship behind my back. And that's, that's awful. No one should have to question if someone's telling them the truth or not. All right. Narcissistic qualities slash hard to leave. Narcissistic qualities include lack of empathy and consideration for other people, always needing over-the-top admiration, they're cocky, they're manipulative, they're selfish and demanding, they have self-centered thinking and behavior, like what will benefit them and only them, they're vulnerable to life transitions, likely to stay how they are forever, Men not wanting to father a child because it will change their lives. It forces them to become a different person with more responsibility and to think for someone else's well-being aside from their own. So I did type that one out because I wanted to get it across as clearly as possible and not be jitter-brained because I've gone through this as well and it's a very sensitive topic for me. Um... You know, they don't want to settle down with one girl. And when you bring it up, like bring up big problems in the relationship, they kind of laugh at you. And they're always talking about themselves like they're the best things in sliced bread. And they're actually not. They're awful and they suck. Um, I don't know. It's a really hard person to leave, believe it or not, because they're really good at charming people. And somehow know exactly how to swoop you in. And then you're attached to them in a way that feels almost impossible to leave. And they make you think that you'll never find anyone like them again. And the worst part of that is that you believe them. And you believe that that is the type of person that you deserve. Even though you know all of these things by now. Like how they're treating you. And you know that... The way that they are towards you has been this ongoing thing and it's not going to change. And you stick around long enough to feel drained and empty. And like I said, I spoke about this a little bit in my last episode as well. Yeah, get out of that situation. All right. The way that they treat other women in their life shows how they will likely treat you. This is my last one because um, this was, you know, all the ones that you guys voted on. But I'm going to mention brief scenarios of what I mean by this. So my past relationship, he would always leave dishes in the sink for his mom to do or he wouldn't make his bed. And he still lived at home. He was 27 years old and he still lived at home with his mom. That should have been a telltale sign of the person that I was with. If the person that you're with is 27 and they're still living at home with their parents, I mean, come on. Seriously, that is a red flag as well. He would expect things from his mom. Like if he was hungry, he would expect lunch to be made for him, which like makes me, it's so cringe. It's so cringe. Like you're 27. Why can you not make your bed? Why can you not get an apartment on your own? Why are you still relying on your mother to wash your dishes and make you lunch and be your kitchen slave? And, like, those words would come out of his mouth to, like, sorry, I just bumped my phone. Those words would come out of his mouth that, well, you're the woman. Like, you should be making me a sandwich in the kitchen. And, like, oh, it just makes me so cringe. Oh, my gosh. That type of person. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm all worked up over here. Um, <laughs> All right, let's fill that with some good. So my relationship now 
He never leaves dishes in the sink. He always helps clean up after dinner. In fact, he cooks for his parents when they come visit. Find you a man that cooks for his parents, okay? He loves his mom more than anything, hugs her and tells her he loves her, doesn't have a bad track record with girls because he's honest with his feelings in a relationship. Like, if he isn't feeling something or something just isn't right and his gut is telling him that, then he leaves it before things escalate. You know, when he knows that he can't give someone something that they deserve, he leaves it. And that he's left me a couple times. Like, and I'm not salty about it anymore. I was then, but now I know that it's just because he's an honest person. And like, I appreciate that. But how a man treats women in his life is likely how he will treat you. Now, I understand that there is family drama sometimes, and a guy might not get along with his mom or his sister for other reasons. And that doesn't make him a bad guy. Things just happen sometimes, and it's unfortunate, but I'm talking about the ones that disrespect their mom or their sister or have a bad history of not being good to other girls in their past relationship or just other girls in general if he's just disrespectful or says um, degrading jokes about other girls or, you know, you guys get the point, but whoo. Oh, Lordy, I feel like I need to read a book about positivity and listen to some Christian music after this episode. Like, I feel a little bit heavy. That was a lot of emotionally daunting things from my past, and it's all kind of been brought to surface through my podcast, especially in these, like, past episodes, which is a good thing because it forces me to talk about it, but it takes a number on me, like, talking about these kinds of people because I know that they exist or you guys wouldn't have voted on these to be a topic, but... Whew, I'm glad I have the experience to help someone that, you know, maybe is with this type of person right now. Please do not leave a relationship because you feel like I'm telling you to do that. And if they, you know, possess one or more of these traits, there's always more to a person than what they're showing you, especially in the beginning stages of a relationship. And I just want you to take this episode and put it in your back pocket for a rainy day. Like, just don't let anyone fool you or play games with your head. You are not a board game. You're a person with valid feelings and you're worth a relationship that fulfills you in every way, every single day. A relationship worth having. It will never leave you feeling lost or hopeless or lonely. Just remember that and thank you for listening. It was a hard episode, but totally worth it if it helps just one of you. All right, guys, let your sparkle shine, and I will talk to you again very soon. Bye.